The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? A-Town Connection right here. You got Young Bloods uh, featuring Daddy Fat Sack. You know what I'm talking about? Outcast, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like this. Check it out. Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of the Crown and College Podcast presented to you by the CSPN. I'm one half of your host, Jeremy, a.k.a. Black Dante on Twitter, a.k.a. Vice President Big Knees, a.k.a. Nigamort, a.k.a. Uh, say no to co-workers, a.k.a. don't be fucking your co-workers. And as usual, I am joined by my friend and my co-host. Hi, what's up, everybody? This is Bianca, a.k.a. Tell Bianca XO on the Twitterverse. Um, today's show is being brought to you in part by my fans set on high, so y'all can hear it. I am not, uh, changing it. I might turn it down to medium later, because it might get actually somewhat cold, but it's hot outside, y'all, and your girl ain't got, uh, AC in her apartment, at least I don't know how to work it, so, um, I don't have AC in my apartment, and I got my fan and my big-ass McDonald's cup full of ice water, and a window open, and my nerves kind of bad, so... Yeah, let's do this uh, hashtag episode. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. The world have your nerves, bad. It's fine, especially with this heat. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, global warming is a motherfucker. Like, every time I step outside, the the, the heat call me a nigga. So it's fine with the heart with the ER. It asked me why I'm why I'm drinking at the white solar fountain. So it's fine. I understand. You know what I thought about though? You know what I thought about? As much as we talk about like slave heat and this, that, and the third. Um, what our ancestors unfortunately went through like you gotta think like I was one think about it like the world was a lot colder than it was than it is now because global because white folks had fucked up the ecosystem with global warming well it's, it's not that simple so basically um I mean it was still hot like they, they still had some of the shit they still had 100 degree days and like you go look in the record books for like your city and some hundred you know degree weather day, um, you like you you will not suffer to find um, how to say uh, material or, or history showing as much. Um, the issue now is like it's just hot every damn day. Like yeah, it's, I would it's imagine hot, back it's then it's, 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 that's the issue. Like America always been hot. America always been hot as fuck, but. Nigga, the ice caps is melting. Antarctica is breaking into like little Antarctica subcities and shit. Like that shit. Right. Is like it's a, it's a, it's Antarctica social circle right now. You know what? The show is over. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> no hey, Arctic circle. It's Arctic social circle. <laughs> not not this episode. The show is over. I am done here. This is a great run. I had a fantastic time doing this, but I can't no more. I'm in fairness. In my defense, it's not the worst thing I've said. Defense? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, defense is heavy, but I mean, it's the only thing I can think of. But anyway, I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that. Because, yeah, I mean, granted, it was it was hot back then. I'm not saying it wasn't hot back then, but it's like now, it's like, like you said, like the goddamn ice caps built in. And I blame white people. Fair. Yeah, I mean, I mean, first of all, you know, I... I, I believe in blaming white people for everything to be perfectly goddamn honest. Oh, speaking of, speaking of today on Twitter, some triggered white person had them. I can't even say they were hiding behind the because it seemed like they had some level of 
followers or whatever, which, you know, obviously, you know, I don't care about followers and follow accounts and all that shit, but I'm saying it, it didn't seem like a, a bot, is what I'm saying. And I just made a joke because someone asked, um, and for, blame it on my head, not my heart for, for forgetting your name, but uh, someone asked, like, what, what was it? It was what, what cr- criminal activity do you have sympathy for? And I quoted it joking that, uh, and, well, joking, but not really, uh, <laughs> that I, I, I sympathize stealing from white folks because that's just reparations. And some some white person obviously was VV triggered um, by that joke and was in my mentions saying, you know, you know, all, all thefts matter and it's all, all, all criminal activity matters. You know, like, why well, sing? Well, this was the, one of the tweets verbatim was like, Steal from the rich ones and not the ones that have your back and are just trying to make it like you. Um, what white person behind? Well, not hiding, but behind this account. First of all, it's a joke. Number two, I stand by the joke. Number three, if you have to announce that you're one of the good ones, quote unquote, then you probably aren't. And four, I had to hit him with the "Oh, you sweet soul," and then go on about my day. You went, you went right on the song. Dig it. Right. Right, shout out to Ruff, Black Guy Who Tips. That shit, I know JT probably made it, but that shit will forever be fun to me. Oh, you sweet soul. <laughs> but, you know, he probably made it again, you know. He get dragged, and I don't, you know, drag away, I don't care. Um, anyway, <clears throat> we have hashtag content for y'all on Sprite Wing. That's going to be a show time for one damn day. <laughs> it's going to be hashtag It's, it's going to be one of those when we just, like, desperately need a title. That just, like, the show gives us nothing. And we gave us nothing, and yeah, it's gonna be like, you know what? Fuck it, we talked for X amount of time. Hashtag content. There we go. Speaking so of hashtag that, content, that's, Bianca that's talk. Game plan. Um, what did you? Uh, how was your week? What did you? What did you do? What, uh, what exciting things happened in uh, the greater Atlanta area, including Social Circle Georgia? The <laughs> I'm social, social, social Circle Georgia, hilarious. Um, my week was pretty. My week was a pretty straightforward week. Um, I had because I don't do shit but go to work and go go to work go uh, go to the gym and come home. I really don't be doing shit. I really don't be doing shit. Uh, but my week was good. Had a a nice um work work gym week. Um, starting off starting off again good this week. Uh, making progress in the gym. So that's something I am proud of. Uh, consistency. Uh, which is a huge problem for me, but uh, as far as gym goes, but you know, good luck, everybody. Um, but other than that, oh, speaking of, mm-hmm. speaking of work, I work in the ghetto. I just, <laughs> ain't, ain't no other way to say it. I work in the ghetto. Listen, let me tell you. Good night, everybody. I, listen, let me tell you something. I make it a point to mind my fucking business at work. I have my headphones in for a reason. I'm surprised I ain't got a, got called into a meeting for being anti-social, quote-unquote, because I really don't be caring about my coworkers and what the hell they got going on, unless it's work-related. And even then, like, it's like, do you need help with something? Do you do I need help um, with something from you? If not, we don't need to speak. I'm here to collect the check and go the fuck home. Listen, let me tell you something. Say no to co-workers, especially, especially when it comes to pleasure and business, because that shit do not fucking mix at the fuck all. I found out last week that most, if not all my co-workers on some level, 
just in my department alone, have messed around with each other. And you, my, shout out to Curtis. My niggy sense, since I've been working there, my niggy sense has caught a lot of passive aggressive behavior. You know how you just know? It's like you're on the timeline and you just notice somebody sub tweeting. That's how I be in my job, but in real life. And I, I just notice it. But again, I don't, I haven't said nothing because I don't really care and I mind my business. I be listening to my music and my, and my podcast and just going on or, or be on Twitter going about the fuck about my day. But I just found out recently that so many people done messed around with each other and mixed business with pleasure. And I'm like, it makes all the sense now. Listen, let me tell you something. It ain't worth it. L- listen. Listen. I love us for real. Don't be at your big age, listeners. Don't be grown as fuck and fighting over community dick at your place of employment. First of all, don't be fighting over community dick, period. That's number one. But especially not at your goddamn place of employment. It's not worth it. And especially if you married, and that's all I'll say. I work at Six Brown Chicks Inc. Pray for me. Pray, pray, pray that Black Dante get another job <laughs> soon. Cause whew, child. The ghetto. Whew. But that was my week. How about you again? This is, to me sounds like a whole bunch of shit that I ain't got to worry about. Um, Listen. I work in a small company. It's, it's 10 of us. Um, just about all of them got significant others. I don't. Hashtag forever alone. But, um, you know. I'm loving through it. I'm, I'm still living. I'm out here doing my thing. Um, well, we'll say... Um, I think my week was a little bit better. The reason I think my week was a little bit better is because I went on a boat. Oh, shit, your week was hella better. What the hell are you talking? <laughs> That's an understatement, friend. What are you doing? Shout out to the uh, to the Twitter Abby that one of my boat compadres uh, took of me, stunting with the with the bottle in hand. Um, spoiler alert: that was not any alcoholic uh, bubbly. It was Martinelli's apple cider. I think it was apple cranberry cider to be precise. And that shit goes. But, yeah, it looked good for the picture. Um, that life jacket and the big boots on. Later on, the life jacket came off. I don't really like any of the pictures that came after that because of uh, other circumstances. But, no, um, it was it was chill. Um, smoked a little bit of um, hashtag product. And, uh, mm. Hashtag pharmaceutical. Yes. Uh, you know, completely legal up here in both states. Um because, you know, we was on uh, interstate water, interstitial waters. Um, one side was Washington and one side was Oregon. And it's like, uh-oh, look out world. But no, um, no issues, just good times, good vibes, and a happy-ass, blackity-black situation. It's all around. So We love it. I fuck with the movement. It was, uh, it was very necessary. Niggas was out here hashtag functioning. Um, and yeah, I I'm just happy to be having this uh, black ass summer doing these outside things, getting blessings on blessings from a uh, mother son up there. All right, because just because you know niggas is polluting the ocean and putting holes in the ozone layer. Ooh, child of ghetto. Don't mean that we don't get to still uh, you know enjoy the good old outsides every every once in a while anyway. So. Before summer ends, niggas, because next week is August. Um, and obviously some places better than others in terms of how, like, post-September life goes. 
I'm in the middle. It just rains a lot here. The weather doesn't, like, the actual temperature don't get too bad, but, um, yeah, the, the, you get gray, and they just don't want to be outside, so. Treat yourself. You deserve uh, and all that happy shit. Yep. Yep, yep. So, uh, yeah, that was our week, so, um. So tell us about your week. Use the hashtag, Chronic College. Yes. Yeah, talk to us. Tell, tell us how the hell you doing, because, uh, I mean, we care. Yeah, I mean, it's the nature of our show. You know, we, we we present this show like we two friends sitting on the porch. You know, you can just stop by, come by, kick with us on the porch, you know, have a little liquor. It's fine. So you want to get this nigga the fuck out of here, like, often. Well, mm. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. But, yes, tell us about your week. Hashtag crown of collars. Hashtag this, your week. Talk to us. Yes. Talk to us about it. Uh, we're gonna keep it uh kind of light in the beginning because we got some oof, some some shit to talk about later. Um, so <laughs> I have to do this, and <laughs> I don't know what's out. coming. I just want y'all first, right now. First of all, I have to say shout out to our brethren XD over at Jaden XD Podcast. Because uh, last week we debuted a new segment. Uh, what's the what, what was the segment, Bianca? Called Hood Nigliture. Hood Nigliture Reviews. Uh, and so, uh, speaking of XD for the inspiration uh, for that new segment, if y'all didn't catch XD's uh, Instagram live story this weekend, you was missing the fuck out. Because listen, let me tell you something. The, we this he read what we gonna read the reviews for today. <clears throat> Quote: This hoe got roaches in her crib. I Quan Mills on Amazon, <laughs> and not I, only I don't like Quan Mills as an establishment. Uh, ooh, mm. uh, not only did XD read the book, the author found his live IG and joined it and was answering questions about the. <laughs> And this shit was the funniest shit ever. Now, I don't know about this um, establishment that Bianca has uh, issues with. Uh, I didn't even know who this nigga was until this shit. You gotta see the titles of this nigga's other books and you will kill me on this. It's some some shit about some shit. uh... (laughs) It it is. He actually addressed that shit because somebody in the... because uh, XD had the, the chat live so we could ask this nigga a question. And then one and somebody actually asked him a question about the book, about the titles of the book. Uh, I can't remember what the nigga said. And you know what was... You, I, you know what? I was... Because of the title of this book and some of the other books, I was expecting this nigga to be ignorant. He's actually was... is pretty damn smart. Now, you know... There's a question to be had if this, you know, that if this nigga is this smart, then why does he choose these titles necessarily for this book, for these books? But um, yeah, I would just say go um to XD's um live to if you want to see his uh interview because that's basically what XD and us in the chat did was interview this nigga about this book. <laughs> Listen, if and people make and people make fun of me for watching uh, Andrew delivered Caldwell videos. <laughs> Yo, what if he started writing a book? Holy shit. Apparently, he used to write books. Uh, wh- what? Apparently, he used to write books. Um, Oops. Mm. Mm. Listen, don't ask me the questions. Um, 
Mm. Well, good luck, everybody. Um, but anyway, so so let, let's do let's do some uh, let's do some some Quan Mills book titles. Um, these are actual book titles, but I do encourage you to uh, use that hashtag Crown and Collins. Then also the hashtag Quan Mills book titles. Uh, that's Q U A N M I L L Z, and then book titles. If you can't spell book titles. Get off Twitter. Um, <laughs> So yeah, do that for you, girl. But anyway, so here's some book titles of Quan Mills. Is this? Um, okay, so we know this whole got roaches in her crib, and then we got Crack Hole Dreams, which came out in March 2018, and then also Crack Hole Dreams episode two, which came out in April. Um, pregnant by my mother's gay husband. Got a whole dreams episode three, the finale, which somehow came out before. Oh no, that's Crack Hole Dreams. Never mind. Um, so yeah, Gutter Hole Dreams Parts 1, 2, and 3 that came out uh, in consecutive weeks. Uh, almost like just terrible versions of Trapped in the Closet, which we'll talk about that nigga later. Um, mm. In Love with the Miami Savage. This is what real bitches do in urban romance. My Bad White Bitch. Mm. Oh, you're just not going to react to that one, huh? Okay. Secrets of a Side Nigga. Bonus stories included. Uh, <laughs> Ran off on a plug twice. That's totally not borrowed from a from a song title. Um, or song nah, lyrics. T- totally, totally not. Um, there's Tatiana, which I'm assuming that the girl on the cover is named not is not Tatiana, but somebody in the book is Tatiana. Um, my bad, white bitch. Book four. So there's at least four of these. The fact that um, this. <laughs> Vanessa mm. Queens. Hmm. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and y'all, and y'all want me to like this nigga. Okay. <laughs> I mean, listen, I cannot judge because I enjoy six round N words. So I listen, I watch too much reality TV to be that judgy. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I get it, but just for me personally, I mean, I can't. I, listen, I watch Love Hip Hop Paper. So, I mean, who, who are me to judge? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Who I mean to judge? That, um, I mean, delivered would say it. I am so mad that you did that impression. <laughs> who I who I mean to judge? I am so mad that yeah. you did that impression, Ronald. I am very kind. I am very generosity. I'm very famous, intelligent. I'm very famous, intelligent. I wrote lots of books. I have lots of money. I'm a millionaire, and I am delivered, and I am ready. To be one for my woman lord. Mm. Women's. He likes women's. Never forget yeah. that. That's gotta be that's at least five women. Yeah, at least. Women's, women's, women's. So yeah. Um, Alright. So uh we <laughs> I'm not gay. This this so we have to <clears throat> So, these so this this nigga this nigga got four and a half stars for this goddamn book and forty nine customer reviews. This shit is hilarious. I'm upset. <laughs> um, mm, I'm just gonna read the intro paragraph and then read the reviews. <clears throat> this whole got roaches in her crib by Quan Mills. 
Uh, Austin Watkins, 35, and a single father, finds himself in a precarious situation. Currently locked up in Chicago's Cook County Jail, he knows that Fred Quisha, the trifling mother of his only daughter, is, the, is a despicable, careless, reckless thought who is the antithesis of Karen Loving. Wait, 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 stop! <laughs> Read that name one more time. Fred Quisha. I heard that damn sound. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Hashtag content at, at the Crown of College podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Oh man! Oh. <laughs> I don't even. I ain't even gonna read no more. I ain't even, that's just the, that's just the opening paragraph. Let's see the review, shall we? <clears throat> Whew. All right, hold on. Let, where the one stars? I want the one stars. I'm gonna get them out. This, okay, one star review. <laughs> Bianca, they did you proud. One star review. <clears throat> this is a tragedy. <laughs> when I saw this book, I thought it was a complete joke. After reading this book, my opinion has not changed one bit. I'm an avid reader. This book were missing many. Mm. How you gonna drag <laughs> a book for? <laughs> How you gonna drag a book, but then you can... All right, okay, go off. <laughs> this book, I'm reading these as is. This book were missing many, many critical aspects. It had characters that I could not relate to. The characters cursed too much. That's not first I have, Not right? <laughs> I, I have never read of people that were so... Uh, I like to read about intelligent people with a purpose. This storyline did have not any direction at the very beginning. Yes, I read that as he is. I could not envision where this story was leading to. It seemed as if the author did not know anything about real people. He knew about roaches, though. <laughs> he, he knew about roaches, though. Listen, and that goddamn live IG uh, that SD did with this nigga, that nigga is from fucking Miami, and that nigga was talking about roaches. Uh, and, and, you know, as the, <clears throat> as the resident field hand, of CSBN that's from bumfuck Georgia. I too can empathize with knowing about the dangers of roaches and especially flying roaches. I too, I felt seen. Like this nigga knows me. I, I feel seen. Um anyway, <clears throat> they were the only things that were real in this book. In my view, there were not enough roaches <laughs> in this book. <laughs> Woo shit. <laughs> I would have I would have given a lower rating, but the author really touched upon something when developing the story around the relationship between Austin and Maya. I felt I could feel the emotion emotion between them. This was the saving grace in the book. I would definitely definitely not recommend this book or any other book by this author if this is what they consist of. No character devel- development, grotesque, grotesque dialogue, and no storyline. Ooh, okay. All right. That's a one-star review. Ooh. He sure knows a lot about roaches. About to <laughs> okay. <clears throat> this is a three-star review. Unexpected surprises as the story reels you in. <clears throat> I wasn't quite sure of what I was getting into when I first started reading this book. 
At first, I thought it would be funny, but it actually disgusted me and angered me because the opening sections are rife with stereotypes, stereotypes and anti-blackness. However, as I read chapter after chapter, I could see why the author wanted to lead in that way in order to get us to care about the fate of the story's youngest and most vulnerable character. That part really hooked me in, and I had, it had me curious about how these problems would be resolved. I also had some appreciation for the messages about the broader society messages about the hood, dysfunctional families, prison life, that were communicated through the shifts in the, nar in the narration. Some parts were cliche, but nevertheless, the book held my attention till the last page. I gotta say, though, an unexpectedly original and dark humorously part of the book is the life of the roaches. Yes, the roaches have a life. Wait, 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 wait. Time out. Stop. Time out. Stop. <laughs> Before we go any further, I need to look something up real quick. Yes. I need to look up how much this book costs. Yeah. <laughs> I can determine if I'm going to use my audibletrial.com slash CSPN to... Excellent segue, friend. Um, get this book for free, or if I will drop the... I now see it's two ninety nine. to... Uh, yeah, no, that's not happening. Man. Fuck that. Um, but I feel like based on that review, I feel like the way I'm supposed to interpret that is he wrote at least segments of the book where the roaches were named like Julius and Henrietta and like they conversed with each other about city Oh life. no, I can, I can tell you. I can tell you. Wait, did you read this shit? No, I, did, I, I, I was in the live chat with XD when he was interviewing him. Okay, okay, okay. okay. And XD read the first chapter. The roaches were in the first chapter. <laughs> The life of the Roach is in the first chapter. And they're personified. So, like, you got, like, Herman and Lewis and Walter. No, and, like, Roach Lord. Roach Lord. Okay. Papa Roach. So, so just one. Oh, God, that's also terrible. No, it's a family. <laughs> it's a family. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, y'all. I, I, as a person who just loves really interesting conversation, I always detest the person who constantly cuts off conversation with like their I have questions line of questioning but I have questions <laughs> and I am being the person I don't like right now because I'm so like I'm not bemused like bemused indicates some degree of like humor or um curious intrigue or anything like that and I am none of those things I'm I'm just <laughs> I'm appalled that this exists and <laughs> not in a way that I'm being like one of those blacks, right? Like it's not that type of situation at all. It's just really like, you're not being a respectable black. No. And uh, I'm not respectable. So I can't be a respectable black, but, um, yeah, no, I just, I, I just have questions and like, I just, I, I don't wish I was at this live. So I don't want any of them answered. That's the problem. Um, <laughs> Because the problem is you answer the questions and I know things and I gain context. And that's the last thing I want to do with this right now is to know more about it than I currently do, which is already not much. I'm at like baseline levels of understanding this. Anyway, continue, please. Um, I'm so sorry, listeners. No, it's fine. I'm, produce, oh. I'm producing horrible content for, for you all. <laughs> uh, well, this uh, next review might uh, answer a little bit of your questions. Uh, <clears throat> four stars. Hilarious. Please note that this is urban, in all caps, literature. 
is somewhat satirical in nature, so if you don't like, quote, hood books, this is not for you. That being said, he also addresses many issues in the, quote, ghetto neighborhoods in a fashion that makes it understandable for all people to understand. I enjoyed this book. I found it hilarious at so many parts, but I also did worry about the men- the mentality of many char- of many of the characters, and I hope they will make better decisions. The only drawback is that Quan has a self ha- has a habit of writing runoff sentence- sentences. This is, a- <laughs> <laughs> this is a minor issue that can be fixed with a good editor, but I strongly recommend his books. A good editor, like well, the odds anything other than one hundred percent, this dude self publishes. Right. <laughs> Ooh, boy. Oh, man. Like, like he, he is a SoundCloud rapper, except, like, this is what he does instead. Yeah, basically. Which is also why I was... It's what, like I said, I, I was so... I kind of was like you. I was, like, listening to the nigga talk and how astute he was. I'm like, nigga, why the fuck did you do this shit? You sound like you got sense. Why? <laughs> but I was also entertained because I'm because I'm trash. So you know, good luck everybody. Um. <clears throat> so. Like uh, hmm. It sounds like we need it. Yeah, it's fine. Um. So, ooh, shit. This, this motherfucker got forty-two five-star reviews for this shit. <laughs> ooh, wait. I gotta find a good one. I gotta find a good review to read. Hold on. Because all these shits ain't good five-star reviews. They just, I like this shit and this blah. I'm trying to get one that got some got some meat on the bones. Hold on. Give me, oh, never, didn't have to go too far to, uh, <laughs> too, too far to find one either. Let me, okay. <clears throat> five-star, oh, shit. Mm. Oh, shit, no, that's the top positive review. Okay, okay, I'm going to read these these two. This is the top critical review. Uh, I would like everybody not. to know right now that I am actually not reading um, reviews. Sometimes, like when we do misconnections, for example, I would like read along because um, you know we send each other links. Uh, sometimes we didn't, uh, but in this case, I am I I am not um, how to say like I'm not like not participating, participating like where I'm pretending I don't know what's going on until the very end. Uh, in the moment of transparency, I am I'm flying blind right now. I have no idea what ha- what's happening. It's fine. It makes it makes more show. It makes for more hashtag content. Okay, I already read the top critical review. Okay, all right. This is the the five star review that I'm gonna read, and then we're gonna move on to the next segment. Uh, <clears throat> five stars, hands down, best work by Quan Mills. <clears throat> this was such a good story from the first page to the. I, mm. <laughs> okay, gonna read this as it is. <clears throat> Let me start over. This was such a good story from the first page to the epilogue. There was nothing predictable about this, LOL. So many twists and turns. Austin is such a good guy. He just makes bad decisions. And I was rooting for the entire book, and then the epilogue happened, and all I could do was open my mouth wide and shake my head like, come on, part two can't wait to see what happens. And this is one big-ass run-on sentence, by the way. Um, And his baby mother, Fred Quisha, was a walking bad decision. She made me angry on every page, and she was a terrible mother, and it seemed like just a terrible person in general. Can't wait to see what pitfalls happen to her in the next book. So Mm. niggas is rooting against my homegirl, Fred Quisha. Word. Okay. Right. It'd be your own niggas. Mm. But yeah, that was this this Hulk got roaches in her career by Quan Mills. Mm. Okay. I, I am both upset and alarmed. That uh, when was this published? It should be right there on the page. Ah, damn! I just closed the whole. 
Control Shift G. Get, get that back up. Thank you, friend. This was published. This all got roaches. It was published. Let me scroll down. Scroll down just a little bit more. More. Shit, where the fuck did this nigga publish this shit? All from it. God damn it. Shit. I don't see it. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Uh, let's see. They got the price. I don't see. It don't see where it's published. When, well, when it was published. All right, Mr. Mills, show me. When oh, July fourteenth, two thousand eight. I had to okay. go to the. I had to go to the artist, the author's page. Yeah, July fourteenth. We are recording this on July what twenty third. Yes. This will be out July twenty fourth to twenty fifth range. So yeah, this book got forty nine reviews in something like nine days. Right. And y'all can't review the Chronic College show. Come on, fam, get it together. Drag them, Bianca. Drag them. We've been doing this for four years. You niggas can't give us more reviews. We've been nice to you people. I didn't mean for this to turn into that, but it became that. Don't uh, actually do at me. Um, because, yeah, like, <laughs> we have a nice civil discussion about this. And again, I just I just want y'all to love us, man. That's all. Pretty much. Oh, but yeah, that, listen, that, that's all I got. That's all I got. I ain't, I ain't got no more. I ain't got no more. So, uh, moving on to uh, a rather serious topic. Uh, I know uh, Bianca joked about <laughs> talking about this nigga for the seconds of that damn song, but uh, R. Kelly uh, went for O.J. Simpson and told on himself. Four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Um, that nigga, they, they speculate he might kill himself soon. And uh, wait, what? I, mean, I guess. All right, uh, enough of that. Uh, next topic. Um, hold on, wait, what? <laughs> enough of that. Next topic. Um, hold on, wait, no, fuck that. Enough of that. Next topic. The um, fuck that. You know, you know, we don't do that shit on this show. We talk about shit. Come on, stop no, playing. No, no, no. What we're gonna talk about next is. I mean, the next shit ain't no damn better. <laughs> the unfortunate circumstance surrounding um. That white boy who's a pitcher for the Milwaukee Brewers who gave up a three-run home run in the All-Star game, which was last Tuesday. And that wasn't the worst thing that happened to him in that, that night. Um, they went and found a bunch of his tweets where he was being racist and homophobic and, like, sexist and just all kind of just shit, basically. And he basically did the white people thing, which is that he you know, issued an apology, and he said, that's who he used to be, and this is who he is now, and my question for anybody who ever says that, um, whether it's that they're white and trash, or that they're anything else in trash, is why were you that then, and how did you get to where you are now? Hmm. That's really all I'm interested in. Why were you like that back then? Like, what were you around? Were you in a family that was racist? Were you in... You know, were, were you around, like, schoolmates who were, like, sexist and homophobic? Like, what was what was your, your cultural sort of, like, 
what was the history there? What was what was the context? Like, tell us about these people who were surrounding you, who ostensibly forced you into this this vile degree of hateful speech that you know we all you know we've all known for a long time since 2000 late 2009 when he announced oh yeah all tweets are going to be archived by the library of congress like this, we've known this is going to be public forever um so he did his little crybaby apology thing and apparently his black teammates um which i don't want to turn this into like a diatribe about type of black person who might be steered toward baseball. I don't want to do that whole thing, although there's certainly an opportunity to do so um, at some other time because issues of wokeness and other shit like that don't really um, get to come to rise as you know, as convention would suggest. But um, Apparently, they, they're all above board with his apology. and they, they seem to be testifying to a person that he's a changed man and all this other shit. And so, a couple nights ago, he made a relief appearance for the Brewers. And the overwhelmingly white crowd rose to their feet and gave him a standing ovation. Hmm. Bianca, in all, in all transparency, uh, and you know I love you, but I'm just letting you hear this because I don't give a fuck about that shit, and you know I'm coming back to that shit because it's my show too, so go, I'm, just letting, I'm just waiting for you to finish. They gave him a standing ovation. They said not only is your racism above board with us, but we're going to clap for you because it's been brought to light. Um, which to me reeks of good on you for being the one who's bold enough to say it. And although Jeremy is completely not participating right now because he um, wants to violate the covenant of something we set out before the show in terms of how long we were going to talk about R. Kelly today. Um, well, that I really just don't give a fuck about a white boy being racist and homophobic because it's like, you know, well duh. You know what I mean? Like that more that more or less, I mean, I really don't have no hot takes. Like of course they clap for them. Whiteness going white. I mean, that's that's basically it for me. And I mean I'm not I'm not I'm not necessarily expecting us to go like full take stein with this, but like at minimum, like the notion that like they, they clap for this dude because Oh actually I don't know why. Um I would love if somebody, like, do we have any listeners in the Milwaukee area? If you do and you know somebody who's a baseball fan, will you go ask them why they clap for that uh, boy and, and get back to us in the comments? Hashtag Chronic Collins. Thank you. Yes. Yes, do do that. Do do that. Don't don't let me be a deterrent from you doing that. Don't let Jeremy be a deterrent from you doing anything. Well, that too, because, oof. Uh, yeah, that just sounds like, you know, running the mill, whiteness gone white, uh, personally. Because uh, I did see that, uh, in, all, in all fairness and seriousness, and I did see that, uh, I just kind of was like, you know, it's some shit, um, especially now where I'm just like, even though I know it's trash, I'm just like, you know, either I don't feel like participating in it uh, or I don't feel like giving it any of my energy or I know that somebody is going to talk about it a lot better than I would. So I just kind of be like, eh, 
you know. And then, you know, I, I pretty much avoid most baseball anyway, you know, just add the sport in general because it's not really my thing. So, you know, and I, Man, I know that's I'm, not specifically just a, a sports, you know, just a baseball story. But, you know, it's like. I'm telling you, fam, you got to get on board this baseball stuff. I mean, it's got some trash shit about it, but it could be worse. You could, you could be trying to tell behind the NFL, which is. Oh, no. I saw. Oh, about later. Oh, fuck the NFL. I ain't even going to pay attention this year. <laughs> I mean, I, was, I barely was paying attention last season. I damn sure ain't doing it now here. I mean, you had a real good reason to not pay attention last season, to be fair. Yeah. But anyway. Your team was coming off blowing a 25-point lead in the Super Bowl. Okay. Okay, Bianca. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. I mean, I mean, fuck the NFL for the rest of my life, but, like, that's still an event that happened. And, I mean. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Anyway, Anywho, moving right the fuck along. Um. Uh, so yeah. Um. One Robert Sylvester Kelly. Uh, no, nope, no protecting rapists. Pretty damn much, but uh, yeah, this nigga literally went full OJ in a 19 minutes song. First of all, I. I mean, first of all, Bianca's right. First, who hoops the fuck? First of all, who the fuck, other than probably some aunties that just can't let this nigga go, and you know, obviously some rape apologists, and but uh, you know, other than those people, who's who's the fuck is listening to two to to four minutes of R. Kelly, let alone whole, nineteen whole goddamn minutes? R. Kelly has a curiously dedicated fan base who feels like the music he makes slaps enough to not really make the allegations matter, and also their accusations and they victim blame say that those little girls was acting too fast or you know all the other things that they say about people who have sex at an early age with people who are preyed you know who are preyed upon um and yes the whole ugly ass conflama so r kelly still has those people's ear the rest of us who have sense um have long right. since left that nigga in the uh concrete jungles where he fucking belongs and hopefully you know this will to get maybe some jail time for this nigga because he deserves it. I mean, let's hope because I mean, we gotta be honest. I mean, this is still. I mean, the nigga should have been locked up just for the fact that, like, I think somebody was it Jamie. Uh, yeah, it was Jamie. Uh, shout out to Walk the the Way of Year on Twitter. She she said today like Aaliyah was literally walking evidence, like literally walking evidence. God rest up your soul, Aaliyah. Rest in peace, your soul, Aaliyah. Uh, but yeah, so I I really don't. Um, I'm echoing a little bit on your side, Bianca. What? Okay, I think we good, we good, we good. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I don't think this honestly will happen. Will you know, uh, proc in the jail time? It should, but and I know, uh, you said earlier like somebody was saying like he might kill himself recently, which I didn't know, but I mean. The same energy I had for that XX bullet hole nigga, the same energy I got for R. Kelly. If he dies, good. I mean, that's one less abuser. Now, it doesn't erase his unfortunate history of abuse and the women that he's, and lives that he's ruined and abused and stuff, but if he die, yeah. you, got, you got damn right on be happy. Fuck that nigga. If he died, well, I mean, niggas die every day, B. So. The pretty goddamn much. Niggas die every fucking day. Uh, but yeah, like, the, the thing, I, and I guess what was jarring for me and thankfully, you know, especially on social media, where at least Twitter, you know, I didn't see much, if any, 
people defending this nigga. Um, it was more like a really wild because this motherfucker basically was like, I to save the listener because I know a lot of people didn't even listen to that shit. Some people just saw a, like me a like two minute clip of it, and then somebody trans you know people were transcribing the lyrics and shit. The motherfucker basically said, "I did it. Leave me alone. Let me live my best life. Let me age gracefully." Boy, boy, boy. I would read the lyrics somewhere where I knew he wasn't getting the cut of the money. That's about it. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I just you know, I, it, again, it's just more. I mean, people have been saying this for a while, but it's just like, hey, man, if you still rock with this nigga, you you cannot do the the separation of art from you can't do that with R. Kelly. You just can't. Like you can you can try. You can try. Right. I, I I detailed my situation where I was like Yeah, that know, one song that we talked about on here, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where it's like yeah. I'm not, you know, nominally an R. Kelly fan necessarily. Um you know I left this musical on a long time ago, but like I had a couple songs of his in my loose MP3s folder and one of them was a woman's threat, and I was like, "Oh, look, R. Kelly's singing about some grown man shit." Like, okay, I like and still, we di- still, and still, we discussed the lyric. Still, by and large, fuck him, but like he, he's he's got a he's got a penny in the head at least. Like, this this can be some some you know, again one of those just like, uh, God, what was that one song Sparkle had? Be careful, right? You know, or yeah. uh, what was the other one? Uh, Changing faces. Oh uh, shit, shit, shit! All of my days. Yeah, yeah, uh, ghetto twins responsibility. Like we have, like we have a small library, not a, a not so small library of black ass artists making music about like step your game up in your relationships or watch your hands get left. And then this nigga went and threw in a three little pigs reference, uh, three little bears reference. And I'm just like, damn, who's this music for? It ain't for us. It ain't for us. And, like, that answer, like, yeah, it hurts, but, like, it also kind of doesn't, because at least this, like, that that's what really brought it full circle for me. Like, again, I knew, like, that he just had this really high uh, quotient for being trash, but, uh, that was that was another level. And I was like, nope, done. Irredeemable. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, man. I just fuck R. Kelly. I mean, and what's sad is like it's only so many times. Fuck ti- that nigga. nigga. Right. What and I think what was so jarring is that that episode of that R. Kelly episode of the Boondocks is so scary good in the sense that it is so fucking accurate. That episode that R. Kelly episode is so accurate to this day. Like you can say what you want about the Boondocks and that it didn't age you know, gracefully, um, as far as like our social awareness has grown and stuff. Cause you, cause I mean, personally, like I, I mean, I can still enjoy it, but some of those episodes, I'm like, Ooh, that shit can't fly today. Or like, Ooh, what, what are we doing? Yeah. 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 But you, so like you can have those critiques of the show, um, valid, but that one episode in particular, that is a masterpiece because it is, it, it is absolutely the fact that this nigga is still alive, and 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 with some level, the fact that he's basically allowed to cook because niggas want to step into step to the name of love, aunties want to step to the name of love. We don't protect. We we protect abusers. We don't protect. There's the element of you know not pro- the not protecting black girls. Like it's so much 
around that shit. You know what I mean? Like that one episode that was meant to be, you know, satire to a degree, but it's so true. And it's just sad. It's just sad. Um, so hopping from one abuser to another one. Um, <clears throat> so last week, uh, we made a mention of it because someone <laughs> jumped in front of a bullet for this nigga. But, uh, so Charlemagne the God, um, mm. I, I, fuck it. Cause you don't, normally we say allegedly because we don't want to get sued, but fuck it. Uh, listen, cause I think who said this shit today? Uh, I think it was shoes. She was like, um, I don't understand saying alleged for people that admit admit to rape and stuff like that. And I'm gonna do that and keep that same image for, for Charlemagne. That nigga's a rapist. Um, as so it's so much. For one, he um. It was real. I think what it was 2013, uh, where his, uh, where he was on the podcast. I think his podcast um, or whatever he got with that racist white boy, where he admitted to the to drugging a woman and uh, having the, the Spanish fly thing, quote unquote, uh, which makes all the fucking sense why he was defending Bill Cosby um, back when that, right. that that makes all the fucking sense, literally right down to the Spanish fly shit. Um, and we all know Angela Rye hopped her ass up to defend him when she should have just sat down and ate her goddamn food. Um, then it came out today that he he described an incident with his wife, uh, basically where he admitted to uh, drug, when, uh, that she was uh, drunk, intoxicated, and she passed out, and he started having sex with her. Um, that That is right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, he... Um, his case, um, his rape case was revisited or reopened uh, because his, the woman uh, at the time she was younger, but now she is an adult. Uh, she's speaking out. Um, maybe they're reopening the case. Um, I doubt it because statute of limitations and all that shit, which again proves why just the system is trash when it comes to rape and assault and all that shit. Um, but yeah, and the details in the official court documents about that came out and he it's basically official court documents the police and her story versus his um, and also forensic evidence and, you know, DNA and all that stuff against his, so, you know, good luck with that, trying to say that, that nigga innocent. Um, yeah, I because nobody ever gets counseled, quote-unquote, um, which I'm not going to get on my soapbox about that on today, but uh, I don't expect anything to happen to Charlemagne or our killer for that fucking matter. Um, but uh, he did address it. Um, not because I, because Candace uh, put it in uh, our group chat with me, her and Curtis and, and take uh, shout out to my friends. Um, well, he basically uh, said that him, that rape is a teachable moment. Um, and that he's grown and he made a mistake, several mistakes. And uh, <sighs> all I can really say is that this is why um, people say men are trash. Yeah, pretty much. 
I mean, I, I, I could go into a bunch of nuance and do a lot of, you know, dragging, quote unquote, because I did, because <laughs> uh, shout out to Curtis, I did, I did tell Curtis that I, I was, I did tell Curtis I was going to drag the fuck out of Charlemagne, but honestly, it's most sad than anything, um, and it's sad um, that, the, the, um, that he has allowed this platform, that he has allowed to cook. Uh, basically un, unscathed because again I doubt anything will happen to him I doubt anything will happen to the breakfast club because um, you know he's a gatekeeper on some kind of level with a lot of stuff um, especially because you know every artist entertainer goes through the breakfast club hot 97 and that little scene in New York and shit so I doubt anything will happen to him but it's just sad that uh, we basically allow abusers to cook the show um, never reach its maximum potential because we don't uh, hold back about <laughs> this motherfucker. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you ain't never gonna see us. You ain't never gonna see us on our top 100 podcast list. <laughs> we, we have doomed ourselves. Uh, we have doomed ourselves, but you know, fuck this nigga, man. Now, what I will say is, because you know, in lieu of this, a lot of things happened. Um, a lot of what I would call performative outrage happened. Uh, not at him, but our people. Uh, basically, some people, a certain segment of social media, trying to blame uh, certain visible black women um, for him or for being in proximity with, to him. Um, and to that, I will say, I do think, um, especially, uh, ooh, Ooh, there's no way for me to say this without it being shaved on me. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, I do think there is a conversation to be had about um, some uh, visible black women um, being in proximity and in some cases benefiting uh, from connections to problematic uh, or questionable, at, 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 at best questionable, um, at worst, absolute trash and uh, abusers. Uh, I do feel like there's a conversation to be had for like, woke, quote unquote, black women, but still keeping trash niggas around uh, and allowing them to, allowing those trash black men to use them as shields uh, while they continue to either do or spread harm. Um, I do think there's a conversation to be had about that. Uh, but if you're going to have that conversation, make sure it's at the right people. Um, make sure it's at somebody like an Angela Rye. Uh, I and I don't know her personally. While I do enjoy her work, um, I don't know her personally. Uh, she's not a friend of mine. Um, so you know, people can take this as caping or standing or whatever the fuck. I really don't care because I mean, ain't none of y'all gonna beat my ass, so it's fine. But, you got the capes uh, out. Got the capes. Got the capes uh, out. Got the capes. Hilarious, but capes, 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 Hilarious, but uh, I don't think it's fair to like I said. I think you can label that as someone like uh, Angela Rye, uh, to a lesser degree, Angela Yee, because uh, mm, I well, to a lesser degree, Angela Yee, but uh, she ain't made no official statement about this shit. But you can question, and she has been questioned in the past about like how you, how she, um continues to work with Charlemagne and even DJ Envy um, while they are trash and consistently trash and, you know, kind of proud of the fact that they trash. 
Um, but I don't think it's fair to label that as someone at like a crystal who hasn't worked with him. If you've been paying attention, has distanced herself from him. Um, uh, it's not that nigga's mama. Uh, it's not required to know any and everything about him. And someone who has both publicly and privately called him out, uh, held him accountable, dragged him, literally went upside the nigga's head when he was on some bullshit. So, like I said, I do think it's a a conversation to have. Uh, but if you're going to have the conversation, one, make sure you are having the conversation where, like, the main focus is the trash nigga. And then be like, okay, now, you that's supposed to be woke or, you know, feminist, ally, whatever the fuck, you get a side eye too because you in proximity with this nigga, but you you know that you that is is quite clear that he's trash. But you're not holding him accountable or doing anything of that sort. But you know you team all girl power stuff. I do think that's a valid conversation to be had. But still, in having that conversation, never let never let B outweigh A. Like it should be A, then you get to B, not the other way around. I mean, also make sure you aim that at the right people. Um. And that's uh, all I had to say about that, cause uh, it's been a, it's been a lot. It's been it's it's been a lot. It's been a bit much, even for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I don't traffic in those circumstances necessarily, um, but I do know when somebody who's got a lot of influence or an outsized amount of influence is uh, not using their powers for good, and that is quite clearly the case here. So, yep. Like my only plea is, hey, like make these make these things be better. Like, yeah, and if they and if they don't want to get be better, get rid of them. Right. Uh, so that's uh, so yeah, that's it for that. So um, that is, I don't think I have nothing else, friend. Do you have anything? Cause um, rest in peace to Neil Wilson, who yes, was attacked yes. randomly and completely, um, again just unexpectedly by. Uh, some Oakland area white supremacists again. Um, let this be the periodic reminder that the South does not have the monopoly on trash people, um, including trash people of the white supremacist variety, because all too often we seem to get swept up in this whole notion of, oh, well, that only happens in like backwoods Alabama or like Mississippi or Florida, man. It's like, no, no, that's sh- that shit happens. Like, Bay Area is pretty impressive. Um, you know, shit happens here in Portland, um, which is supposed to be pretty progressive. Seattle gets its share of issues, also supposed to be pretty progressive. So, like, drop that shit. Not that I'm hashtag caping for the South necessarily, but, like, let's just realize, hey, like, we got problems. And we got a group of motherfuckers who feel emboldened right now, particularly uh, because of the current political landscape and because of the current social landscape and because of issues like Gamergate and shit like that. So, look out for one another. Um, I was reading on Twitter today, people were talking about, like, I don't feel safe on, like, you know, Bay Area uh, public transportation because, like, this motherfucker's still out there. So, y'all be safe, travel in groups, be, you know, judicious and forthright to one another. Something seems suspicious, it probably is. Um, Call the cops on white people. Yes, do call the cops on white people. Yes, and yeah, don't let Neil's uh, don't let Neil Wilson's death be in vain. Um, keep an eye out. This motherfucker's pictures are posted everywhere. He's probably fled. 
Um, so if you're anywhere on the West Coast, or even in, like, the Central Mountain area, because this nigga probably went to, like, Utah to blend in or some shit. Um, let's hope that by the time this episode airs that, like, this dude's been found and hopefully killed. Um, to be perfectly goddamn honest. Right. I'm, I'm okay with saying it. Um, and, yeah, so, yes, rest in peace to her. Um... Congratulations to Jamel Hill, who announced that she's going to be leaving ESPN in the near, or maybe not so near future. She's got two years left on her ESPN contract, so she probably won't go anywhere for a while. But she has uh, teamed up with, I believe, a collegiate friend of hers to start a multimedia thing, um, centering the voices of black women and other women of color and just basically women in sports. Um, Which is very needed. Also, shout out to Liz Cambad. Cambage, I think is how you say her name. I can't remember. Um, she plays in the WNBA for... Oh, goodness. I had the team like in my head like one minute ago, and I don't remember. But anyway, she scored a league record 53 points in one game. Uh, Liz is from Australia and has had a really circuitous and interesting route to the WNBA. But there she is now, and she is tearing shit up. Um, so shout out to her. Again, a record 53 points in one game, which... I already know how niggas going to be. 53 points, that's it? That's the record? Fam, they play shorter games. And, like, she's six foot eight, which, I mean, 20 years ago would have been, like, a huge deal in the WNBA. But, like, she's six foot eight, and she's got, like, the step back. Mm-hmm. She hit four threes in this game. Like, it used to be you were six foot eight, and the person guarding you was, like, six foot one, maybe. And they just lobbed the ball in, and you just laid it in, and you did that you know, 20 times a game until they started double-teaming it and, you know, the problem was dealt with. Will Chamberlain was seven foot one when he scored 100 points and there was basically a form of goaltending that was legal back then. And the way it was legal was, say, you know, your trash-ass shooting guard or your trash-ass off-guard shoots the ball and it doesn't have a chance of Helen going in, you could basically redirect the ball. Um, and Will Chamberlain, like, used the hell out of that shit because you can go look it up. Like, shooting percentages... Like, we make fun of Allen Iverson for his low shooting percentage. Like, that shit was high back in those days. So, I say it all to say, bringing it all back. Shout out to uh, Liz C, 6'8". Uh, I stand a black queen. And, yes, she is the holder of the WNBA scoring record. Um, so, good on you. And, hopefully, in the near future, she'll hit for 60. And then she'll hit for 70. And then she'll hit for 81. No Kobe. And then she'll hit for 100. Who knows? Future's right. She's a really talented young player. So, yep. Uh, so I think that will do it. Um, thank you all for listening. Uh, please share the show, like the show, uh, leave reviews, and all that good jazz. Fuck Steve and Harvey. Fuck Steve Harvey. Uh, fuck them ugly ass suits. Uh, fuck that mustache. Uh, just fuck Steve Harvey. Um, and yeah, we'll be back next week, and we'll see you all later. Hell yeah. Hashtag content. Bye. Hashtag content. Peace.